Ravens and Chiefs have agreed on a massive trade, sending tackle Orlando Brown to Kansas City. So I love what they've done. This is a complete. Yep. This is a complete overhaul of an offensive line. I'm trying to win every single game. I'm trying to go 20 and 0, 19 and 0, whatever it is. Future is what Patrick Mahomes said, which is 20 and 0. Yeah, 20 and 0 made sense. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Arrowheads of Broadcast. Tonight you've got myself, Neil, and I'm joined by Tomo. Tomo, how are you doing, man? Very good, thank you. How are you? I'm grand, thank you for asking. Uh, Sprechen die Deutsch, Tomo? No. Nine. Nine. <laughs> nine, nine, nine Deutsch. <laughs> nine Deutsch, one beer. Can... <laughs> uh, if Two anyone's beers. wondering why we're opening with a bit of German here, the, there is a very, 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 very strong rumour that the Chiefs are going to be in Munich this season. Um, are you excited about that at all, Tomo? <laughs> Incredibly. Yeah, that's wicked. Not only is it like... I don't particularly like London that much. Uh, it's just a bit... I don't know. It's just not for me. Yeah. So the fact that I could go to Germany where they have great beer... <laughs> yes. Go abroad... like I feel like if you go on a plane... It's a thing. Yes. Like, it's a day if you go out in London. It's like a thing if you go on a plane. Well, it's a day for you, but I have to get on a plane to go to London, so I, I can mm. I can buy into London being a plane, but Wembley mm. was good when the Chiefs were there, but I've been to I've been to two other Wembley games, and I just I wasn't fussed at all. See, um, I'm a massive fan of an airport lounge. <laughs> if you really? get into the if you get into the right airport lounge in Birmingham International, okay. If you get into the right one, you got to go right. It's it's, it's down the back, and you got to go round to the right. And there's a good there's a good um, kind of Weatherspoonsy type. Pub. Yeah, I I know where you mean. Right. Uh, I've been through Birmingham a yeah, few times. Yeah, now that one's legit. So if you get in there, you're golden. Okay. Right? So you start it off early there. You get on a flight. I think you get into. Germany midday range and then you're golden from there yeah that's okay, my plan that's, that. that's my see I've thought about this <laughs> you, you've put plans in here yeah well this is a great opportunity to see the Chiefs slightly cheaper than going all the way to America to watch it with a massive <laughs> I'm not sure it's going to be that much cheaper well I know it probably isn't going to be that much cheaper now but with with a massive kind of time difference to navigate and a massive flight to navigate. Yeah, yeah. you know, it'd be quicker. It, it's a great sure. opportunity to see them in Europe, and like I, I think this is a moment I've been waiting for for many years since they came to London the first time, and now mm. it, it'll be it'll be a great experience to get to go and see them, you know, on our continent. So this is not confirmed, but mm. talking to yeah. people who might know things about things, it it seems very likely that it's going to be Chiefs away at Tampa Bay mm -hmm. on either the 6th or the 13th of November. Uh, that's the strong indication that's out there um, without anybody saying for definite, yes, book yourself flights for those weekends. But reading between the lines, it certainly seems likely it's going to be, uh, it's going to be us at the books. And from what mm. I was reading Peter King on Monday and he was saying like the four teams who have the preferential international market in Germany are mm. going to rotate home games 
between the four of them. So those are the books, the Patriots and the Panthers, I think, off the top of my head. Uh, so there potentially could be a home Chiefs game every four years, which I'm sure the people in KC aren't going to be overly keen on, but it's going to be yeah. the extra game, like the ninth, the ninth, home game, the yeah. ninth home game could every fourth year, or every, I suppose every second time you get a home yeah, every ninth game. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's going to be in Germany by the sound of it, or Mexico, I suppose. Which, it's a lesser of two evils, right? Because I don't think even us as UK fans... I think I don't think there's any of us in that group that would want the Chiefs to give up a home game, and that's no. speaking from a selfish perspective of wanting to watch the Chiefs in the UK. None of us would want us to give up a home game. Now, the ninth home game which we've acquired, I think that's a clever way to do it from the NFL because really you're not losing anything. There, I, I thought that was the way they were so going to go. Very, very, wrong. yeah, thought... it's, it's a very clever way to do it. Spread those the extra game around the world. NFL makes a ton load more money. Um, the teams don't lose anything on the home game front. Everyone's a winner. Everyone's happy. Um, you know, it's just it just makes too much financial sense for the NFL not to do it. Mm. The only thing for me is judging off last year, where we had a prime time game every five seconds. Is it? <laughs> can the NFL resist putting us on a prime time game the week before or the week after? We're in Germany because <laughs> you know what they're like. So you would you would imagine what they've done in the past is that the bye week has been the week after the week after the yeah. international game, mm-hmm. and so you get that extra recovery, kind of jet lag recovery time if you like. Um, so would they put us on prime time the week before? Yeah, maybe put us on the Thursday the week before, and yeah, then... just don't put us on Monday night or something stupid. No, that would be yeah, that would be catastrophic. Yeah. I don't yeah. think they will. They're 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 not stupid. They know what they're doing. It's just yeah. it's exciting to see the Chiefs potentially come into to Germany. And who knows? Maybe this is a pointless conversation. They aren't. But people who know things who have ticks on Twitter seem to think that the Chiefs are going to be playing the Bucks. And I think it's probably a quite a good time to play the Bucks next year as they're in a transitional year. So it's hopefully a good chance yeah. to go and watch the Chiefs win a game of football. I, I'm all in favour of that. Yeah, Bucks are going to be rebuilding. Like, if Brady has really gone, and mm. I, I think it, he probably has. I certainly, I, um, I shout a phrase. He's probably not going back to the Bucks. I'll put it that yeah. way. Um, whether or not he turns up somewhere late in the season on a playoff contender that needs a quarterback, yeah, maybe, maybe. But it doesn't mm. sound like he's going back to the Bucks, and they're going to like offensively, they're screwed. Yeah, um, I so, think as well yeah. when they, when he's got starting O line and retiring at twenty eight, you don't do that if you with Tom Brady. I mean, no, it just doesn't happen. So no. I think they know that that's kind of the end of the end, and then they're left down shit creek really because the draft pick's not going to be a good one either. So you're in a bad quarterback class with a bad pick. Looking at veterans or James Winston probably James Winston (laughs) coming back you know Jesus I heard on the yes on the Yahoo podcast that's where I've got that from actually yeah Uh, yeah, I heard that one as well god that you're going to have to be desperate to go for James Winston again Mm. but who cares like as long as it's someone trash that the the Chiefs can beat nice and easily so we can all have a good time have a few beers and it'd be nice to meet up with fellow Chiefs fans really 
Absolutely, from all around the world. Anyone? Mm-hmm. There, there is quite a strong Chiefs contingent in Germany. Um, I believe so. I mean, getting tickets could be a, a challenge if it, if they are going to play there. Well, my concern is as well is obviously Germany's very, very um, popular. The NFL is very popular in Germany anyway. Like you say, but it's not only Germany. It's the fact that it's mainland Europe, and you've got. Yeah. I know a Spanish Chiefs fan, uh, personally, like he'll want to go, and you know it's like what you were just talking about. It's not just you know it's not just one ticket that I want. It'd be a couple. Yeah. You were saying earlier you'd want a few. It's yeah. you know, and this is if you can get your hands on them, and having to do it through. I don't know how that would work. I don't know. I guess for us, we'd be buying them through the NFL UK website essentially. I've certainly registered interest with whoever it was you need to register interest with. Yeah, well... Um, whether, whether or not I could get my hands on as many tickets as I would like to get my hands on, I don't know. I think all registering interest is going to do is get you on a mailing list that's going to tell you, yeah, oh, the tickets yeah, are coming yeah, out yeah. this week, the tickets They're are coming out tomorrow. And 20 million people log in at the same time to try and get... Yes. So, what's, the, what's the Elaine Serena hold, 70,000? It's going to be quite big, yeah, I'd imagine something like that. Yeah, somewhere in that ballpark. So that's. Well, I suppose that's similar-ish to Wembley. What's Wembley? Eighty, or is it eight? Is it more than eighty? I thought it was like ninety. I don't have no idea. Is it? We can find out. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I've never. I don't know. Recently, how quickly the NFL ticket Wembley's ninety thousand. I don't know how quickly the tickets go. I imagine if you're there, you'd quick. like. To, You'd like to think if you were there on the website when they become available, you'd have a chance, but... I would like to think that. Yes, you would. Yeah. Well, the Alliance got 75,000 capacity, so that's even less, but... Mm. I don't know. You just, you'd just just like to think you'd have a chance, but... Uh, um, uh, we were kind of talking about this before I started recording. But would, would you go if you didn't have a ticket just to experience Munich and the Chiefs being there me personally no just because I've got a wedding to pay for next year oh. um, so that wouldn't that wouldn't be something I'd do necessarily like I'd rather just because we'd be considering going to Arrowhead as part of our honeymoon um, so I'd rather save the money and just do that instead but it'd be nothing to do with like not wanting to go like if if I had the option yes I'd just go and you know who knows you might look into a ticket or be able to buy a ticket so it's not something I wouldn't do for any other reason than personal situation money could be spent better elsewhere priorities I believe arrowhead is where that money could be spent isn't it yeah I hear you loud and clear I hear you (laughs) Um, so talking about arrowhead I suppose we ought to talk a little bit about the team Um, thinking about last season it's strange to call it last season now but hmm when yourself and myself had Charles Robinson on here back in May, June, beginning of June, I think it was, and we was the th- between the three of us, we agreed anything less than the Super Bowl was a disappointing season. Yeah. Considering how badly we played for a substantial amount of the season, mm. was it still disappointing that we didn't make the Super Bowl? Because I. I'm torn on this. I can't decide how bad a season it was, and yet we were 
like we were six yards away from the AFC Championship mm. winning touchdown. Um, so were we? Was it a disappointment or not? I'll two part the question. Um, yeah. For me, overall, it was a disappointing season because you didn't make the Super Bowl and you played badly this season. Mm-hmm. I almost think, and then the second part is. If you break it down just into that minor from where we were, is it disappointing that we didn't make the Super Bowl? Almost worse. Because I think I think you were in the Super Bowl. At yeah. half time, we were in the Super Bowl. In fact, with about three seconds before half time, we'd made the Super Bowl. And they threw it away. And what, what upsets me the most and, and disappoints me the most is they didn't learn from the previous... Uh, even though, was it 17, 18, 18, 19 games? Is it? I, I don't. Know, I've got no idea what game that was. <laughs> but we didn't. We didn't learn from anything. We had the same issues of not adapting to what the defense is doing. Mm, we were adapting. It's a big problem. We uh, the fact that you'd come through all of that, the playing badly, you'd come through it all. We'd started that kind of climb where you're coming up to your peak it felt like we were moving in the right direction then you come out and you're unbelievable in the AFC Championship game the first half and then it's almost worse for me that they didn't make the Super Bowl from that position because they should they should have known what to do when these situations arise and they we just did nothing and we just let ourselves get beat and it's it's I'm very disappointed with it to be honest it's really it's really hard to take because you then have to watch a Super Bowl in which You'd have won. Did Did you watch the Super Bowl? Did you yeah, watch yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed it. I slept through the second half. Did you? See, I really enjoyed uh, it simply because I think after so many years, you know, oh, woe is me. But after after a few years of watching the, <laughs> after a few years of watching the Chiefs, of the stress the, of watching, you know, the, the two the years Bowl. of watching the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Yeah, it was kind of nice to, in a way, just sit back and relax. But would I prefer the Chiefs to be in it and most likely winning that game? Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and yeah, if if you kind of go back bigger picture, right? Hmm. We've had four home AFC Championship games in a row. I know, but that's what worries me. Like, <sighs> it, it's it's hard to be. I mean, like I I can go back to two and fourteen seasons. What was the year mm-hmm. before Chloe was born? So she's gonna be nine in April. So that two thousand fourteen season. So ten ten years ago. Yeah. To two thousand and twelve. Okay. And we were. Was that the season we four... didn't score a touchdown with wide receiver? Yeah, I think that was yeah. the wide receiver no scoring. So did did we do that? Nobody mentioned that. That's funny. That. <laughs> um, yeah, and we were like two and fourteen, and we were desperate. And the idea of four home AFC Championship games in a row mm. at that time is just be like just. You're talking nonsense, like it's ridiculous, but it's like, like, like in... the Bengals, isn't it? The Bengals have turned it round so quick. Like you can turn it round, like, but you've got to have the right guy, and it's all got to just click at the same time, hasn't it? It is. I mean, they do say it's so difficult to like make back-to-back Super Bowls, and yeah. to make three in a row is almost unheard of. What you had the Patriots did it mm-hmm. once, and I think someone did it well before the Patriots. Like, way back in history kind of time mm. um, so it's like the odds were really really stacked against us to make the Super Bowl this yeah. last season and we nearly did it anyway despite playing terribly yeah like, like, 
And do you know what? This is what this is what worries me though, because you can even take it one step further, right? And the odds didn't beat us. I know it's it's going to sound really stupid. You just have to stay with me. But the odds, the odds didn't beat us, right? It's hard to do, right? So what are the reasons it's hard to do? So why is it why is it hard to get back to a Super Bowl? Because theoretically, you've got an amazing team, right? So why is it hard to get yeah. back? It's because people age. It's because you can't keep your yeah. players. It's because things change. People get poached off your coaching staff, etc., etc., etc. Well, you can make a strong case that the Chiefs should have been in the last four Super Bowls. Yes. So D Ford was like was offside. <laughs> the Chiefs oh, made. Us, well, no, no, just go. Yeah. Yeah, he's offside. We made a Super Bowl, right? We made a Super Bowl. We win it. We made a Super Bowl. We lose this year. You should not have not been in the Super Bowl this year yeah. at, at half time. Like, I think the Bengals were like nine to one at one point in that first half to make the Super Bowl. Really? Oof. Yeah. So, realistically, in a, two, Chief, in a two horse race. Yes. The Chiefs, well, yeah. The Chiefs should have been in the last four Super Bowls. And this is what worries me a little bit is when is the window closed or closing? Because to me, it feels like this is the year it's closing when you're losing the likes of Tyron Matthew. You're gonna, you know, and all these things are changing, and it, you, you kind of had a had a bad season, but you just kind of pulled through it. Is next season the implosion season? That's what I worry about, as you know, as a pessimist in that sense. Obviously, you have got Patrick Mahomes, so you're not going to be terrible, but it is hard to make so many Super Bowls in a row. You've had four AFC Championship games that are ahead. I just worry, how long can we like sustain? the AFC Championship game's success, not even having it at home. How long can we make the AFC Championship game? Because we're 13 seconds away on the flip side from not making the AFC Championship game. Do you get what I mean? It's like, yeah. I just worry, yeah. I just worry what, you know, how long they can sustain what they're doing. We are spoiled, but I just worry how long they can sustain what they're doing at the moment for. So is the old Sir Alex Ferguson rebuilding your championship-winning team? Like Fergie won the Premiership time after time, year after mm-hmm. year, and then blew up his team and did it again like a year or two later with the vast majority of a different team. It's the legacy of really, really great management is being able to do that. So like every, everyone else is trying to improve their teams how do we improve ours? Well, as well, actually, that, before I ask you that, with the AFC Championship game, mm-hmm. who was to blame? Offense, defense. I think the defense coaching. was. To, I don't think the defense is to blame really. I think Patrick yet, Mahomes uh, is to blame for not. I get why Pat wants to go for it there, but I was screaming at the telly to please kick a field goal. Mm-hmm. I know other people weren't. I really wanted us to just put points on the board in a in a. I just think just make it harder and harder and harder for them to just just make it more possessions, and we made it one less possession, which we needed. So just on the just on so, the defense there, the defense didn't cost us that game. So why is everyone saying we need to blow up the defense and draft all defense and? Because it was the over the course of the season. Although they didn't cost us in that game, over the course of the season, the defense was poor. And you've got, you a situation a, where, you've got a situation you where Frank Clark argument, is earning a that, lot of money, though. You can make a good argument that turnovers on the offence... 100%. Put the, defense, I put the defense in fairly shitty positions. 
Oh, I got, I'm I'm not giving anyone a buy by yeah. any means. You need to you need to redo that wide receiver room big time. I don't like any of the wide receivers except for Tyreek Hill. Yeah. So you can get rid of them all for all I care. I I, I redo the whole thing. Like everyone's really high on Byron Pringle actually because he's the least shit one. <laughs> and he's not that good. He's not that good, is he? He's but, just uh, not shit. What, what... What do you need out of wide receiver two? You need 600 yards and half a dozen touchdowns, and you got that out of Byron Pringle. Mm. Like, you know, if you go... F- so, We were going to talk a bit about free agents. Like, if you look at wide receiver mm-hmm. free agents, because I, I think my personal opinion is there's plenty of free agent wide receivers out there who would improve this team more so than draft picks straight away so if i'm dipping into free agency and spending money there i'm going wide receiver first mm. i think you go both ways i think you draft one i think you get i think you free agent one i think you draft one i, do, I, I, I would do i would draft them as well absolutely but yeah. i'd be looking at kind of fourth fifth round um and see if you can pick up a gem down there mm. but you're, you're wide receiver two that everyone thinks we need as an upgrade over Byron Pringle, mm-hmm. I don't think you're getting that in the draft that's going to play as wide receiver two this season and do better than Byron Pringle does. No. I think if you're going to do that route, you've got to go free agency. The one you wanted, case. the one you wanted was Odell Beckham Jr. until he'd done his knee. Yes. That was the and one. But he's October, he's, November he's, time yeah, before he's, he's a no-goer now, unfortunately. So, yeah. I think... I, yeah, are we moving on? Do you want to move on to the free agents? Yes, let's do that. Yeah, because I think I could go into the reasons who, who I'm blaming the AFC Championship game, but I think I think everyone needs to take a slice of the pie. If I'm totally honest, I think the coaching, I think Mahomes, the offense in general, play mm. calling, I think all of it. I, I, I don't think you can really blame the defense where they just keep putting get, keep getting put back on the field, but they have their own problems to deal with. So, I mean, if you're looking at if you're looking at free agents, though, in terms of the wide receiver, I think the one that, that kind of major stands out is is Juju, because we yeah, flirted with him last season, didn't we? Yeah. I think he's the main he's a, one. He's only 26. Mm-hmm. He's coming off a season he only played in, what was it, five games, we said? Like, he's yeah, had he five games. multiple 1,000-yard seasons. He, he got 8 million last year. You would like to think less. I was even if you went the same again and gave him like three three year twenty six million. I don't know fifteen to twenty of that guaranteed. Say sixteen guaranteed to guarantee the first two seasons. Yeah. Heath hits free agency again, age twenty nine. Chiefs get three good seasons out of a prime a very good very good wide receiver too. Yeah. Like if it's not working out after two seasons, you cut him with cut him minimal off, yeah. guaranteed money. Like the, I, I I'd struggle to find anyone who could talk me out of that. I mean, what about uh, Alan Robinson's another big name that we keep mm-hmm. getting linked with? Is eighteen million a year for Alan Robinson better use of money than eight million for Juju? No, not especially especially not if you're going to be losing Tyron Matthew. Yeah. I'd, I'd definitely go. Juju's perfect, right? Because I know he got injured, but we got to see him in the playoffs against us. 
-hmm. So you know that he's, if he's well enough to go out on that field in, in terms of fit enough to go out on that field and you give him an off season as well, you'd like to think he's going to be raring to go. Yeah. Um, I don't like the idea of paying like top, top dollar for an, for an Alan Robinson because as, as good as I'm sure he'd be, it's investing a lot of money into one player, which I don't like the idea of Chiefs doing. My my problem with investing a lot of money into wide receiver too is there's a finite amount of production and a finite amount of targets mm -hmm. that he's going to get because Kelsey and Hill are still going to get the targets. Yeah. So you, your wide receiver too is either helping the two of them get less coverage or he's picking up like 600 yards. It's kind of like whatever Byron Pringle stats were. If I can very quickly link into Byron Pringle. He had uh, 586 for five touchdowns. Yeah, I mean... It's 600 yards and five touchdowns, and it is what you want. We, yeah, we've said that, this that's, before. Yeah. That's, that's roughly what you're going to have out of wide receiver too. So mm. why would you pay 18 million a season for that? I don't... The only thing I'd say about Alan Robertson as well is out of the... Out of the 617 snaps, 38 receptions and 480 yards, he only got one touchdown. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. I would never have guessed that. And but then again, the, the Bears were a steaming mess of shite, so... True. Like, you know, true, good luck true. to any wide receiver doing anything on that team. You know, they probably only scored one touchdown all season, so... <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, very true. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure you can read too much into that, but... I always but thought it was six, a weird decision. 600 yards, 50 receptions, 600 yards, half a dozen touchdowns is... The range you want. Yeah, I mean, if we lose Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey, we're goosed anyway, so your wide receiver two is not going to make yep. a game-changing difference in that situation. No, not at all. Like, I think I think he makes a lot of sense. I thought it was a weird decision of him to go back to Pittsburgh anyway. If I'm totally big honest, Big Ben and his noodle arm. I'd rather yeah. have Big Ben and his noodle arm over Patrick Mahomes. Jesus. Very weird decision. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess we wait and see on that. But they know they've got to do something with that wide receiver position because I think you've essentially got to give up now on on Nicole Hardman ever becoming a number two wide receiver. He's good at what I guess they want him to do. Did if you, you just say Nicole Hardman's good at something, I don't think he is, but people seem to think he's <laughs> unbelievable. For whatever reason, I'd cut him if it was up to me. I, I, don't, him, no. I don't want him on the roster. I hate him, but it is what it is. He he can do a job. He can he can fumble the ball is what he can do. He's good. Well, at that. He, can, he can do that. First, he's only twenty four. Cool. Okay, so he's got time to improve. You can't teach the speed that he has, and you can manufacture touches for him, which yeah. they were better, which they were better at doing later in the season. They, yeah. they seem to figure out how to use him. So, uh, cut him absolutely not. There is certainly a place yeah, in the roster for him. Yeah, I'm just be, I'm just being pedantic, but I don't I don't like him. I'd rather him not on the field. I think there's a higher chance something bad happens than something good happens every time he touches the ball. That's that's all I'd say. But essentially, he is what he is. You put him in a box, you put him out the way, and you get him out of the box occasionally. But he's not the wide receiver too that we need. So they've got to fix that problem. Um, and if you do fix that problem, then you're in pretty good shape because you're only going to have three or four people running routes every play, right? So mm -hmm. 
Especially as we don't run routes with Clyde Edwards there, but let's put that in a box as well. <laughs> so let's go with the... <laughs> don't go on a tangent. Don't go on a tangent. That's for later. But if they sort the wide receiver two position out, then you've got three good options because you've got two elite options. You only need a good option there. That's all we need. Yes. Yeah. Above average. So an above average wide receiver two... You, you, had an you don't need to pay 18 name. million for that. You're totally no, right. You don't. you don't need to. You had an interesting name you liked... Yeah, I don't think it'll happen. I, I like DJ Chark. I, I like. I really like him. He got injured last year, uh, broke his left ankle. So that's. I don't think it's a risk they're going to take, if I'm honest. I really like him. I think he's explosive. Um, he played a couple of seasons ago against us. I think it was the first game of the season. He, I believe, he did really well. Because I'm thinking, who's this guy? Um, he's the sort of player that I'd like us to have. Someone, you know. I think he'd fit really well into the Chiefs' offense as well. I don't think it will happen just because he's coming off an injury. Um, the yeah, other I just don't name, think it will happen, but I like him. The other name I liked is Alan Lazard mm-hmm. from the Packers. Yeah, um, he's a big unit. Um, he's kind. Of, he's kind of your wide receiver two size and build. Yeah, like I'm looking on Spotrac here. 7.7 as a market value. He has the best so, similar... um, touchdown to reception ratio. He's got eight touchdowns on 40 receptions, which means he must be very That's useful in the red race. zone. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. But it is like six foot four, six five, somewhere around there. If yeah. I don't know if I can see his details. But, um, you know, he, he's got the physique of a good red zone target. Um like again, and he's kind of the 450, 550 yards, yeah. 50 receptions, 40, 50 receptions, 6 to 8 touchdowns. He's, he's got that production history of yeah. what you would probably want from your wide receiver too. But he just offers something a little bit different because he's that bit bigger. And the thing with him as well is you can project similar sort of numbers for next season if with the Chiefs as he was with the Packers because you've got Devontae Adams there, right? Who's taken up a, yeah. a large percentage of those of those um of those receptions so he's with an elite quarterback like he would be with Patrick Mahomes you could probably project similar sort of numbers we'd like yep. to think so yeah so again very good option um i'm i'm assuming we're set at quarterback like we've got that that kid Mahomes is all right, he's all right. um running back we've only got Clyde edwards Hilaire under contract williams and Mm-hmm. Uh, McKinnon cool. are free agents and Gore is a restricted free agent I would have Gore back for it's like 800 grand I would have him back in a heartbeat I think that would I thought he showed something he showed enough didn't he yeah he showed enough Williams and McKinnon Williams I'd leave McKinnon at the right price I don't think any of the running backs even if you do that and you bring all, you bring those three I still don't think it's I, don't, I still don't think any of them are good enough to be yeah. the starting running back for the Kansas City Chiefs for what we need them to do. Um, I don't know where that leaves us, really. I, I don't. Running back. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're going to be... I don't think you're going to be looking for a running back in free agency, if I'm honest. No, because they've all got tread on the tyres, haven't they, as it were? Yeah, I don't... I don't. I, I, I mean the the highest paid running backs 
free agents, Melvin Gordon. The only one that I like the look of, and it's only because, if I remember rightly, so I'm going to have to check first. Ronald Jones, I remember being quick. I remember him coming out being quick, and I like people who are quick. Let me check his 40 time before I make this. He's only 25 years old. Exactly. Uh, He ran a 4.6, so maybe that's not that quick. I don't know if that's quick. I feel like it's not. No, I don't think it is. No, so maybe not. Like the, there's, I'm just looking down the the list of um, free agent running backs, and there's nothing really setting the pulse race in there. Was James Connor? Uh, no, that's wrong person. I was thinking the Steelers guy. Who was the guy at the Steelers that was quite good the running back? Uh, well, they had Washington Nazi, the rookie this year, didn't they? Yeah, I think it was the Washington that came in or something. I don't know. Either yeah, way, none of these, none of these are going to be the the answer for the Chiefs. I, I don't know. I think we we're in no man's draft. Somebody. I think we're in no man's land with Clyde Edwards Lair. You. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I've I've not been a fan for a, for a while. Of years. And I, um, Folks are getting on board with that now, I think. Um, mm. But I, I don't necessarily blame him as much as like the Chiefs aren't playing to his strengths. And if good teams play to the strengths of the players they've got, and if you're not going to do that, then you're kind of you're trying to play one hand tied behind your back. You know, he's... the problem you got with him is ten picks later, one of the best running backs in the league went. That's the issue you've got. With Clyde yeah. Lair as well is that, uh, yeah, it's one of well, those. I, I it's didn't... all hindsight thing, right? So there's, it's kind yeah. of almost a pointless conversation. But the thing with Clyde Lair, Clyde Lair is that his he's a running back, and like his longest rush is like was like 19 yards. I don't know if he eclipsed that or not, but it, I don't the, know that he did. <laughs> the the problem is behind this offensive line, you you, you want more. And well, when teams are playing two deep safeties and you like they're they're not stacking the box against you then with this offensive line you should be able to run at will mm-hmm. and then he fumbles a ball in the ravens game and it's you know it's it it's just it's just i know duncan will kill me because he hates me talking about it, it he he do, he doesn't believe that once once the player's picked he doesn't think it matters where they were picked yeah but to me for a first round pick, which he's gonna hate, I haven't seen anything. That's the problem. There's, there's, there's nothing there. There's he hasn't he hasn't done anything that I don't think anyone else. That, I don't I don't think he's done anything that Derek Gore couldn't have done in a similar situation. If I'm honest, no, I maybe agree. I'm. I, I just I just can't remember. There's not many highlight plays there, is there? And that's. A bit of a disappointment. Not when your season long is nineteen yards. <laughs> no. Well, this is a problem, isn't it? Like, there's no, there's no highlights there, and he couldn't have been put in a much more favourable situation. You can't say that the offensive line's no good anymore. There's no excuse there anymore, and that's what I think the Chiefs need to address. And I would like them to to use like a third, fourth round pick. We got two third round picks, right? We do, yeah. I'd like them to use one of them on a running back. I wouldn't hate the idea. Um, I I genuinely think it's a sneaky big need for the draft. Yeah, I think it's like a really well. You know what? I think it's a really big need. You got to get an edge rusher, right? But 
Edge rusher, yes. you can go and get one in free agency. Wide receiver, you need one, right? But you go and get one in free agency. Like, running back, you can't really get them in free agency because you need them to be fresh. Like you said, they've got tread on the tyres. I think it's a sneaky big need. If you want this offence to continue... Do you know what I mean? If you can get someone who can run behind that offensive line, man, that's that's a big, big game changer for this offense. I, I can see us drafting somebody, definitely. I really hope so. Really, but really hope so. Whether or not that's as high as a third round, I don't know. I don't care um, anymore if he can't catch out the backfield, if he can run the ball. But he, he, he can catch out the backfield. They just don't throw the bloody things. Oh, that's what I'm saying. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that, no, no, no. That's, don't get me wrong. that's what not frustrates what me there. That's what frustrates me. No, we, we've talked about it um, in our Arrowheads Abroad uh, WhatsApp group. The problem the problem with Clyde Edwards-Lair is almost not Clyde Edwards-Lair. The problem is we don't throw to him. But is that because we don't trust him? What is the reason there? Because no one understands it. And no. at the end of the day, we've had a big enough sample size to... There's no reason to expect that to change next year. There's no reason yeah. to expect we're all of a sudden going to be started throwing the ball to Clyde Edwards-Alaire every every other play. So, for me, I think you just need to get away from that now. I don't know where that leaves Clyde going forward. I don't. I don't, I, I genuinely don't know. But I'd love to see us have an electric guy back there. I think you saw flashes with Jarrett McKinnon. I think you mm-hmm, can go yeah. and get. I think you can go and get someone like him, young, fresh. I. I, I fast. think. Yeah, fast. Go and get someone like him. And that's the weirdest thing about that pick was it just went against everything that Casey, Casey kind of, their identity. He's not, he's almost like not one of those electric fast guys. It's just weird. Would you trade for a running back? Who is the question? I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, don't I guess just, spitballing and thinking just, out loud. I, I, it. it depends who it would be, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know who you'd, who you'd be looking at, really. There's no one really... This is a problem with running backs for me, is like, you kind of just got to look out on one in the draft a little bit, because mm-hmm. really, within by the time they get to their second contract, like, even exciting guys, like, I don't know, let's go, someone from this, anyone from Saquon, this... Saquon Barkley. Depends what you're trading I'm, I'm, I'm not saying you want to trade for him, I'm saying... Somebody who into their second contract mm. does not look anything like what they did when they were first drafted. Mm. You know, he he looks worn down. Yeah, he he's a perfect example of what you're talking about for me. Yeah, so well, this is it. Like, I mean, look at Leonard Fournette. He's a free agent. Like, look at all the excitement there was for Leonard Fournette, and he's yeah, like meh. You wouldn't go near him now. No, so you're almost better off like. But this is a thing that there's so many examples of drafting a, a, a running back high and it not working out with Saquon, uh, Leonard Fournette, Clyde Edwards-Alaire in the first round. Like, uh, you're better off just taking lottery tickets in the third and fourth round and just betting on, yeah. you know. Um, would I trade for Saquon? Yeah. But you wouldn't be getting much. One of the third round picks? Yeah, why not? I'd do it. Mm, I think I maybe would. I would. I'd give it a go. Just because it's... just because if he has anything he has anything like what he was, I'm not saying he's gonna get back there. But sometimes you just need to change the scenery. You thought I mean I'm not saying you everyone thought OBJ was cooked in Cleveland mm-hmm. and look at him. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes you just need to change the scenery, man. Like I'd I'd give him a go. I think I think he's probably one of the only ones that I'd trade for that would potentially be available. But 
again, if it was, if you were to say to me this third round's going on a running back, would you like Saquon or would you want to have it or would you want to rookie use it? You you know, take a draft pick. I'd probably take Saquon, which is why I'm saying I would. But I'm also mm-hmm. all for them just drafting one. I suppose that would be a financial issue mm. as well. Well, um, yeah. yeah. Moving on to the offensive line. Um, I think what we're probably going to... Because we've been going 40 minutes here, which I'm quite surprised by. Yeah. So we might, do, we might do offense this week and defense next yeah, week. Yeah, why not? Um, Orlando Brown. Mm. Um, long-term deal, franchise tag... The guy that's never going to let anyone touch Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, about that. Yeah, sorry, Orlando. Don't make stupid statements like that. Just like the rest of the Chiefs team, just just chatting shit and not backing it up, and then getting pissy when they don't back it up. I'm not saying either, <laughs> but that's what they did. Like, yeah, I completely, completely agree. Just chat with shit that. all the time. Like that's the, that's the thing that really pissed me off this season was like Tyron Matthew chatting shit before the season about them going 90 0 whether it is, and then turning around and slagging the fans off. And Tyron's like that, right? So, you know, yeah, he, he does what he's got to do to get himself up for it. I love the bloke, so... But it's it's just saying stupid things like that. No one's going to ever touch Patrick Mahomes, so he's never going to get sacked. Well, you cut that up like week two, mate. And you didn't look very good throughout the whole season. I think he was good enough to warrant coming back, don't get me wrong. Um... I don't know. He was all right. I don't think he was anything special. I thought he was all right. He, yeah, he's to me, he's not someone you're going to pay twenty no. million a year for five years. We literally talked that talked about this about an hour before the podcast. This is why I don't like. I don't like this method of trading. And uh, uh, we yeah. we didn't right. We traded back essentially and gave him a third round pick. So I get yeah. I get that. But you still lost your pick in the first round to get him. So you put yourself in a very, very weak negotiation position where you've invested an asset into him and he's on a contract year and he's just been okay and yet he's still got all the cards, really? Because he can go to free agency if he wants and then still get the same money. So it's it's a bit of a tough situation, really, because you've kind of got to bring him back but you don't want to commit to him too heavily because you don't know what's there. No. no. I mean, we essentially played him out of position this year, if you think about it. I know, that's, he, I know he, that's what he's brought here to do, but he'd he never played that. He wants to play you know. left tackle. He, and that's, that's fine, but he's got to be good at he it. wanted to leave the Ravens. Yeah. Like, I, I remember watching a game last year and I was, I was messaging with Charles and we were talking about Orlando Brown and he, he said to me, watch his feet. His feet are so slow. Mm. And did he improve that over the course of the season? I I actually spent the season watching Orlando Brown's bloody feet after that. Did he improve over the course of the season? Yeah, a a bit. Mm. But I'd be willing to franchise tag him and stick 16 million out there to see if he improves again. Uh, it, then, so you know, yeah, it's seventeen. I was just about might, to ask you, do you know the price of keeping him around for a season? Yeah, yeah, it's seventeen. 16, it's seventeen uh, on the cap. Yeah, sixteen six nine eight. Yeah, it's a lot of money. It is, but I, I don't. You've got much choice. No, I don't think you've got a choice either. I, you, you need him on the roster next season. 
but I'm not sure you need him on the roster the season after that. Yeah. Well, you've could... look. This is a problem though. You, you you put yourself in situations doing this where the Chiefs needed a left tackle and yes, and, and, and you got one. I guess like they they got one that was better than they would have done in the draft. Drafting at at thirty or whatever it was, thirty one. We were drafting at um yeah thirty one. Yeah, that we were drafting at at that level. So would we have drafted a left tackle at thirty one? That would have done better than Orlando Brown this season. I don't think we would have. No. I think you'd have done well to. Yeah, you'd have had to have done well to um, to get anybody so, better than that. Yeah. So can I can I understand the decision from that perspective? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm. But you're gonna have to be very careful financially that you're not investing substantial money long term in someone who's. Just not. okay. This is a problem. Yeah, who but who is slightly above average. But this is this is a problem I've got with it. Is you've basically put yourself in a situation where you've got to bring him back, otherwise you're just throwing a third round pick down the drain and a trade back. It just makes you look a bit stupid. So it's almost like a it's almost like an ego move that you've got to do because otherwise you just look a bit stupid. But I I don't mind looking stupid if you correct the problem. So that I don't have an Nor issue do with I, that. But I say, you've got the same hand, problem. That's up. the problem. Yeah, but if you say hands up, we made a mistake here. He wasn't. He hasn't done what we thought he was going to do. He hasn't improved how we thought he would improve. He hasn't adjusted to the left tackle position as we hoped he would. So, you know, we'll we'll give him another season on the franchise tag, and then if he doesn't improve during next season, that's fine. He's out. Then I'm I'm very very fine with that. I, I don't think that makes it a bad trade at the time because it, it was, to me, it was the right decision at the time. Mm. But if it's not working out two years down the line, then cut your loss and say, okay, right, fine, we'll, we'll head in a different direction. I th- that's the, the sensible, mature approach of building the roster is admitting when you got something wrong yeah. and solving that problem. Yeah, I agree. It's just... It's just frustrating to be in, in, in a situation where this year you've almost got to. I mean, in an ideal world, he'd have been brilliant and you, you sign him this year, everything's great. It's just the optics aren't very good. I think he did okay. I don't think he was bad by any means. Like It's not like he was a problem, was no, it? No, so, he wasn't a problem. I mean, Well, uh, the thing was that he... He was too easy to beat with speed rushes. Like he really, really struggled with speed rushes. But yeah. part of part of that problem is Mahomes has the tendency to drop back so far into the bloody pocket that when he gets beat, they're beating him straight into where Mahomes yeah, has dropped back. Yeah, to. it's a straight line. It's there's no bend. You don't need bend. No, you, to get you to don't Mahomes. need it's to. It's just a straight line. It's just a speed straight line rush. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so maybe with an off season of working as a unit. Yeah. With Mahomes on his dropbacks and Brown on his feet, they did improve as well. They did improve. Yeah, then then maybe you get to to a stage where he's he's better than slightly above mm. average, like he is now. I tell you what, that I'm scared for next week because I feel there's more problems on the defense than the offense as well. <laughs> we, <could. laughs> I don't, we were wondering how we were going to fill like. 20 minutes and we've got 47 now. <laughs> it's nice to just be t- like at the end of the day the season's gone and, and you're looking forward now the, the initial kind of heartbreak's gone 
it's nice to be talking yes. about the Chiefs again. Um, yes. And it's exciting, isn't it? It's that. It's kind of that. I think every team has that excitement at this time of year where you, you're going in and you get, you know, it's you're going to get some shiny new players. Yeah. yeah. And it's like all the problems that we had, we can fix them this off season. And, and you know, like it's exciting. This is almost my favourite part of the season. Like, I, I love playing football manager. Like I'm, I'm a big fan mm. of football manager. I love the whole Transform build your job. team, roster building, mm-hmm. you know, improving things. How do you get to the next level? How do you keep... I, I love all those kind of computer games. So I'm. Th- this is possibly my favourite part of the season. Like, right, what didn't we do well last season? What went wrong? Yeah. How do we improve it? How do we stay ahead of the rest of the teams in the mm-hmm. AFC? Because I, we we are the best team in the AFC. Even though mm. the Bengals got to the Super Bowl, oh yeah, you you can't tell me they're a better team than us. Yeah. So, Ooh, like, how how do we take. keep ahead of the rest? Good hot oh, take. Not hot, Bengals to not, not even hot... Bengals to not even make the playoffs next season. Ooh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be totally surprised if that. Were the no, case. nor would I. No, nor would I. We'll do a hot takes episode. But okay. I'm with you. I'm with you though. I. Really hope they do, cause this is another thing that winds me up. I love the draft, and I think back to two years ago when they did draft Clyde Edwards Lair. That was so exciting. The, the it yeah. like going into that day, all of the rumors. The day after, I remember walking the dog the day after until he got about a two hour walk because I was just listening to podcasts. Because it was like, yeah. oh, the Chiefs are now uh, the Chiefs are so scary now. They've got a running back to catch out the backfield. Blah, 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 blah. But that's exciting. It hasn't panned out. Whatever. But that's such an exciting time. And there's not even any football playing. And then we traded the pick last year, which sucked. Yeah. I just hope they keep the pick this year because draft night's so freaking exciting. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely wicked. And I tell you what, as well. Like obviously, uh, I don't know if we've announced it. We've got a new member of our heads abroad, and and he is shit hot on the draft so this year's draft content that we're going to have is going to be absolutely awesome I think I would agree and hopefully he's going to be on a podcast next week in the next so, yeah. week or two uh, we were talking about that earlier on this mm-hmm. evening um, and we'll talk about some of his he's written a couple of articles if you haven't checked yeah. out the website arrowheadsabroad.com uh, himself and Duncan have both Duncan's kind of gone down the free agency route of who's available mm-hmm. there and Chris has kind of had a look at the draft and who we might look at in there and he's got some more stuff coming yeah. about um Brett Veach's draft in tendencies, I believe. He's got an article coming mm. up in the next week or so on that. It's gonna be so um, good. So yeah, it's all it's all good stuff. It's all good stuff. It's gonna be really good because last year we did a lot we did a lot of I remember after day one we did um uh, a Facebook live mock draft. Like you and me we must did, have done yeah. so many mock drafts. Um yeah. really good and, and obviously I'd love to continue doing that with you as well but absolutely having yeah. um having chris come in where we can do it a little bit differently where he he like you say pick his brains well, <laughs> like he, he knows his, he, he knows his stuff oh he yeah absolutely he, knows his stuff. obviously he knows the tendencies of, of brett Veach. i think we've all got an idea but i think he goes to slightly the next level which would be great because yeah. then we can do mock drafts based on what we think the chiefs will do and what we yes. do and all these different yes. things i think it's just it is a really exciting time of year and um I mean, we've got enough months to fill. I, I was already thinking, like, damn, I wish there was some football to watch. And yeah. um, it's yeah, a long way away, but... <laughs> I, I have to title all of these podcasts, and this one's called It's a Long Way to September, because I'll tell you what, it's a bloody long way away right now. <laughs> it is a long way away, but hey-ho. Uh, but hey, it's getting closer every day. 
Yeah. Um, on another note, do we know when yes. the Chiefs are going to get announced for this? Oh, potentially, sorry. Do we know when the Chiefs potentially could get announced for this game against um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? I don't know when we... I still haven't seen anything as to when to expect the away team announced. Um, I'd imagine it'd be in the next couple of weeks, right? Sometime around the draft, I think. Mm. Um, the draft's scary close as well. That's like under two months away. It is, yes. That'll yeah. come around very quick. Um, yeah, so sometime around the draft, I think, is when that's going to be announced. Oh, I've got a funny story. So, my fiance Sam's um, got to go away, got to go to her parents to look after dogs in um, in April. And she was like, oh, just so you know, like you're going through the calendars stuff that we got on. She was like, oh, I'm away this weekend because I'm going with my sister to look after the dogs. And I was like, oh, okay, no worries. Like, sound. Guess weekend. <laughs> Guess weekend. That's fell on the draft weekend. Draft weekend. Lads, lads, lads <laughs> at home on my own with Tom the dog. Up till four in the morning. Four a.m. Three nights in a row. All the draft picks. Day three. It's going to be lit. Seventh round, two hundred and fifty third pick <laughs> to the Kansas City Chiefs. There's some random punty you've never heard of. <laughs> Tom is still there lapping it up. Well, yeah, and I've got that. Open with matchsticks. I've got that weekend off, and I fully plan to just sit there throughout the whole thing. Yeah, I shall that. certainly stay up and watch a good chunk of it. It was hard last year because by halfway through the first round, I didn't really care anymore because we just didn't have a pick. Kind of yeah. wanted to see where the kind of uh, the big flashy players went, and then after that had happened, I was a bit like, "Well, nothing really." Kind of, the Chiefs are definitely not trading up into this, and it's just a bit like, "Yeah, I might as well just go to bed now." I think I watched it until the Raiders picked. I think I did very similar. Nineteenth. Yeah, I think I did 20th. exactly the same. And then it was just very apparent that the way the board was, the Chiefs wasn't going to draft in for anything. Yeah. Um, and then I went to bed. But I am excited this year. I really hope they hold on to their pick. I don't think. I don't know. Uh, maybe you can throw a name at me. I can't think of anyone worth throwing a first round pick at. That's likely a, from a trade point of view, likely to be available. I can't think of anyone likely oh. to be available. It's no. not like there's any, you know, like last year you'd probably already heard that Orlando Brown wanted to be a left tackle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, the, I, I don't feel like there's a position of need where there's going to be an obvious. The the most likely thing is that they go after Von Miller in free agency if 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 they wanted a, if they wanted an edge. I don't think they'd trade for one if, with Von Miller there necessarily they know a lot about von miller yeah it's, he's old though that's my only concern there. but he's good but I'll you, we'll leave, we'll leave, yeah i know he's good but we'll leave that yeah, till yeah, next definitely. week we'll do another one of these on the defense next yeah week. for sure because we strung out 54 minutes now i can keep going no idea how we that. <laughs> no, no, we'll, we'll keep it a bite-sized portion yeah, yeah. it's a, a it's a long way to september okay yep. we've got to fill out a few weeks yeah yet. true that true that don't, don't blow your load all in one go here. <laughs> oh i've got hot takes <laughs> oh we could do a hot takes one in like may or something yeah, like that or june yeah. june's a quiet time let's do one in june yeah actually you'll be on otas by june so yeah, maybe yeah we'll still do hot takes around then yeah you'll have a better idea of what's going on by then true Right, that, I think that'll do us for tonight. Yeah. Um, and we'll come back hopefully next week with a, a look at how we would 
retool the defence that everybody seems to think needs substantial amounts of work done to it. Um, and there's some interesting free agent names on our part on there as well. Looking at you, Honey Badger. Looking at you, Chaverius Ward. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're two, two names that are going to be very, very interesting. Um, right, Tomo, thanks for your time as always, mate. Yeah, Much appreciated. No, thank you. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. And um, hopefully we'll have you back next week. So from one kingdom to another, we'll say goodbye for now. <laughs>